Louis Levy died on July 17th in Greenwich, Connecticut. She was 112 years old. Scientists have studied people like this. They're known as supercentarians, and they live into their 12th decade. In fact, the Albert Einstein School of Medicine has a study devoted to specifically this. They're trying to understand whether or not genetics plays a huge role in longevity. In other words, do your genes really dictate whether or not you live really long? Or is it things like diet, exercise, sleeping? All the things that we know have a better chance of allowing you to live a longer life. What the scientists found with Lewis and that they found across a specific subgroup of Ashkenazi Jews is that none of these people that lived until at least 110 years old did anything really special. They smoked, at least many of them did. They didn't really get great sleep. None of them were vegans. They didn't eat athletic greens. They didn't have specific sleep mattresses and they didn't really exercise much. In fact, a lot of them drank a lot too. What the scientists have sort of concluded from this is that Yes, it's part of their genes and that each person is different. We all have this sort of stroke of luck or we don't. And there's things we can control and things we can't control. Which brings me to real estate and our market update. Week after week, we track what people buy, how much they buy it for, how much the listing price is and how much the contract price is and how many deals are all cash. This past week, the week ending August 5th, we found that the vast majority of buyers in Manhattan, 56 to 65% or so, are buying either all cash or non-contingent. In Brooklyn, it's a little more evenly split, but at least a third of those people in Brooklyn are buying all cash, with another 20% or so buying non-contingent. In other words, over all of the deals that we're doing in Brooklyn and Manhattan, and it's a fair number of deals, the majority of people either have the cash to buy these places or they don't really care whether or not they get a mortgage or not. That speaks a lot to the actual market overall. You can interpret those results and say, well, look, it's clearly a buyer's market and clearly cash is king, but that's always been the case, right? We've also found that the listing versus contract prices keep increasing. In other words, the contract price is coming in below the listing price in an overwhelming majority of the transactions that we're doing, approximately 75%. It's either at list or below list. And that split, if you really want to get granular, is about 20% at list and about 50 or so percent below list price. So again, is it a buyer's market? And does it really matter? My point behind all of this stuff, my point behind the fact that people will say it's a buyer's market or that on social media, some brokers will list a specific property that went above listing price and others will say it's completely dead out there, is that so much of this is granular, yet we try and bunch these things up. We try and say, this is what the market is, when in fact, the market is just all of these small, tiny transactions we don't know why someone sells on the Upper East Side, really. We just know that they sold. We don't know if it's because of a divorce or because someone's sick or because they're really just sick of the Upper East Side and they want to go downtown. We don't know if someone's leaving the city or anything else. Frankly, we're just kind of guessing with a lot of this stuff. So the numbers that we give you, hopefully, are helpful. But really what I think we're missing here and what we've been missing for a bit of period of time as we go through the numbers and tell ourselves stories or the actual individual stories. And that goes to our success as attorneys and your success as brokers. How well do we know our clients? 
How well do we know what makes them tick? How well do we know why they're going to sell or if they're going to sell or whether or not they need the money? How well do we know whether or not they have rich parents that are going to give them money for a down payment or whether or not they have sick parents that want to give them money for a down payment? All of these things makes the market go or not. So when we say it's a slow market or when we say it's a crazy market, yes, there's a bunch of people that act in specific ways together But we would do better if we looked at people like Lewis and thought about the individual people behind the transactions themselves. Likely, that would lead to way more success than just knowing the market overall. I hope you have a wonderful week.